straight out of Leighton. You're listening to Nitwick Radio with your hosts, Logan, Aaron, Jake, and Cody. Hello and welcome to Nitwick Radio. Oh, we're this starting. Is, this is uh, season four, episode two. Hello. Album of the week. Uh, and welcome. Amused to death by Roger Waters with the topic being, what should an artist do after they've written their greatest work? Kill themselves. Correct. Now wait, this the is in Minecraft. In Minecraft. Sorry. This was your question, right, Damon? Yeah, it was. Sick. That's a good question. I'm excited to talk about that. It's really related and, and to so this we're, we're, week's episode. Too. It's it's shockingly relevant. Yeah, <laughs> we're not not to pregame. We're not going to hear the bumps in our headphones apparently, but it is going out to the stream. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's set up right. Okay, I talk okay. over the bumps anyway. You don't you don't listen to the bumps. I don't gonna, listen to the bumps. I'm straight up. I talk over the bumps anyway, and I haven't <laughs> gone back to check if you're just like muting me during that portion. No. I'm, I don't. I don't. No, do you're just we pissing everybody off. I appreciate. I'm gonna that, have yeah. to. I'm gonna have to copy that in in post. That means I'm gonna actually have to do something. You're gonna in have post. to do work in post. Got, oh, this is why. This is why I'm telling it. you we need to get the Patreon going. Fix it in pre. <laughs> Always fix it in pre. Fix it in pre. <laughs> Always fix it. Do in it pre. right the first time. I feel like there's a better way to to phrase that. Nope, there's not. Do it. Do it right in it's the present. Fix it in, in pre. No, no, in the present. Fix it in, in the pre. present. Fix Come it in pre. Sounds funny. Honestly, yeah. I saw this t-shirt. It was like from some graphic design Facebook page. So yeah. It's, it's and it said, fix it in pre, and it had this like skeleton that was like melting at a desk, and I was like, this is great. Oh, do you That have some, is great. Do you, have, do you have thermostat control? I do. Thermostat? I do have thermostat control. I like control. to think that the AC ambiance is part of what gives our show its Dude, unique it, flavor. Hey, guys, happens, you guys, but it actually Welcome to slays. our uh, AC stream. Welcome to AC ASMR, or ACMR. See, where's some that, people- Where's that coming from? Some people do yeah, bikini streams in their hot tubs. We do air conditioning streams yeah. in a basement. We do air conditioning. So, does anyone want to do an AC stream with me? Hey, hey, welcome to Nitwick. This is our AC stream. <laughs> That's actually low, pretty low good. Key. So, someone vent, someone signs up for hundred dollars a month Patreon. I'll do these shows shirtless. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get this bag. I'm broke. I can't pay my rent. I'm about to go make fun of a Roger Waters album for the next hour when I should easily be working a part-time job instead. Dude, I can't wait, actually. I've you been really <laughs> excited about the album of the week. I really this, have. This I think is going to be interesting. For $100, Lauren will take the shirt off. For 150 that'll happen. Like, you know, you get all lower tiers. Also get the Nitwick rendition of Still Fly by Big Timers. Because <laughs> we'll do that. I, I want to know we'll funny. do that. What's the price point for us to do a hatsless stream? Because um, three of the people uh, at this table. I'll do it. I unfortunately, do God stuff. stole my hair, so this is like a it's a crutch. Hold up, hold up. Are you saying <laughs> are you it. saying that you would require more money than it would for me to take my shirt off to do a stream without a hat on? Mm, no, I think that's the seventy-five dollar tier. Okay, all right. S- seventy-five. I just tier. I want to price just a little bit farther than you, so that way I don't seem kind of like, <laughs> all right, you know, like I'm just giving it all away. <laughs> like I'm just giving it up for a lame. That would be kind of funny though, <laughs> dude. I think like the the. Never mind. That was a horrible idea. Never mind. No, Never mind. No, 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 no. No, it was. You started rolling. You guys rolling. You got nope. too deep into that. Nope, nope. Do it right. I, I, re- I realized. Jake, do it right in pre. Yeah, fix it in pre. Fix it in pre. <laughs> That's what I did. That is what I just did. I just fixed it in pre. No, so you did Say it and then no. fix it in post. I would just like to point out <laughs> I've that, done that Aaron has been on Lauren's Animal Corner and said things that he asked me to remove in post. <laughs> so he's one yeah. to talk well, let's right just, now. Let's just put it this way. Uh, Lauren's Animal Corner had its moments that got pretty real. I, I heard about that episode. <laughs> I heard that that was... Oh, look, I just didn't want to like... Is that the one where no one else was available that week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was specifically the week that we did it with Zach, and I, I kind of felt like uh, Lauren kind of wanted to... You know the the line that can't get crossed. Holy with cow! Zach are you saying I was pushing you? Are you saying I made you say those things? I can't remember. Did I say him or was I just? I think. Holy I, cow! I think I said. 
I said something that got extrapolated in a way that I was like, oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> well, that's the most non-apology I've ever heard. You know what? <laughs> you want me to write it up on my my notes app? I'll write yeah. it up on my notes app. I'm sorry I said something after being pushed to a place that I was uncomfortable with that I, got interpreted in the wrong way. You know, let's recreate it. Let's recreate it so we can understand That's what, the most YouTube apology that I've ever heard. You know I'll what? bring a gun that you can take a picture with, and then your notes apology. Much like when I make them, you just say, I don't apologize for insert whatever word you want here. It can be an expletive, whatever. And then just a picture of a gun pointed at the camera. <laughs> this is really the... No, no, it's not like this that. This is the no, only reason to actually well, no, no, own no, no, no. guns. What I'm trying to say is like that type of thing wouldn't bug me the way... You're really going to make me get into this? No, don't what get I, into what it. What I'm saying is the only reason to own guns in America, the real reason we all want guns, <laughs> and, and really? uh, this is apolitical. That goes hard. The real yeah, reason we all want guns is so we don't have to Photoshop one when we point it at the screen in the Twitter replies. It looks goofy. It looks, it looks tacky. Yeah. You want to point a real gun to your real phone yep. and say, say what you said on Twitter to my face. Yeah, you, you think I own a rocket launcher for you, looks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you think pictures? I buy an AR because I'm going to shoot it for real? Dude, no. dude if you don't posture. shoot it for real, get out of here. Be, no, I can't own my rocket launcher. It's for posture. Point it at the screen you, on Twitter.com. Dude, you've seen those pictures of those people in their bathroom with the freaking RPG, right? <laughs> yeah. Straight, straight up. So it hard. goes no, so the best hard. My favorite is my buddy Kathor. He has an RPG and it's in his mouth. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll find the picture. It's great. Oh, yo. It you know what? In, Twitter in lieu of that, I say, I say the reason that we can't abolish guns is because... The other option is to do what gun what liberals do on Twitter, Listen which is liberals. which is like <laughs> post a picture lips. of their bicep and be like, "Don't mess with me." Like, shut up, soy you boy. Know what I'm saying no. I'm saying you could be jacked unless you look like Big Rammy, though. Do not post a picture of your bicep as a threat as a reply on Twitter.com. Dude, Dude. just. No, even if you are, big. you know what? I, liberals just, don't just do this. So do teenagers. So you know, the only person no, that can post like that, don't. I say, is Liver King. That guy's a weirdo. You ever seen that what? dude? The dude no. eats like raw liver, like every day. It's like all he eats. Well, actually, huge. I wouldn't fight that, him for that, completely different reasons. Yeah, oh yeah, you'd probably get like some horrible communicable disease. From, I'm like, sure he does not smell good. You know. I, yeah. If you got in a fist fight with Liver King, you'd be taking a tomato bath <laughs> afterwards. King. Dude, I just don't understand. What is the deal with bodybuilding? What's though? the deal with Airline building food. an identity What's... around eating liver? <laughs> Dude, the internet's a place. Yeah, why liver? I don't know, man. I seen him on TikTok and I'm like, no way. And then I looked into it, I'm like, okay, this guy's legit. He just he lifts all day and has a stupid internet platform because we gave him one. Yo, you guys, you guys have tried yeah. liver, right? Have you tried liver? Absolutely nah, not. I have standards. I know I, I could you, not. You would not believe it. I honestly cannot believe people eat it. Yeah. It is unreal. Wow. It is like the worst texture I have ever had. I mean, I feel that way about olives, so I can't even imagine. Oh, man. <laughs> olives are great. Dude, you even against green olives? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's oh, yeah. the deal no. with green olives? What's the deal with green olives? Podcast moment, dude. <laughs> Huge podcast. It's my Jerry Seinfeld moment. <laughs> All right. I've noticed this weird phenomenon of like, it's roughly along the gender divide, but it also exists in general, is people who will say, no thanks, I don't like that food, versus people who will say, that makes me sick, about like a ton of different... You know what I'm talking about? Like you have the yeah. one friend and you're who like... the frick says they, that makes me sick? No, they, people do. They only don't like a food because it made them sick once and it's like, I or, don't care. Or, but, but now they like, use it, they use that will make me sick as a substitute for I don't like that. I got this one friend, I love her to death, right? We've been friends for like six years. But every time I'm with the squad and I'm like, oh my God, we should go get Mongolian barbecue. She'll like, that'll make me sick. I'm like, okay, well, we should go get Chick-fil-A. Deal with oh, it. that will make me sick. Fight for your life tomorrow. We're getting Mongolian barbecue what? tonight. You said that will make me sick and that makes me sick are very different things. Oh, okay. I don't mean okay. to imply that the insinuation that we would eat there is actually making this person sick. I'm saying that they we can't... food poisoning ones? Like, it's this, class, it's this class of people who don't have the nads to say, I don't like that food. They have to make it a medical thing. 
Oh. Like they have, they have okay. to pretend right, that right. there is some like deep hidden allergy. I get it. If I eat olives, I get, I feel grossed and out and sick dude, to my stomach. You know, dude, I, have I, have friend gout. That, I have gout. I can't eat that. I can't, dude. I have gout, dude. I'm no, no, so but you know sorry. what? You know what? This goes even I, further. I actually feel I, I'm, I'm trying to decide how real migraines are right now. Because I can't for the life of me. Hey, I can't hey. for the life of me figure this? out why so many people who get migraines seem to get really convenient migraines. You know, Migraine truthers, folks. A, a but but he's not even the only one. He's oh, one of like oh, ten oh, I that I know of. I know. It's really convenient Yo. migraines. Um um <laughs> speaking of Dude, I'm a migraine right now. It already sounds like uh, Lauren's trust in the world is thin, so I'm just gonna say this anyway. I had a friend that LARPed being gluten intolerant for like Yo, that I know. My, okay <laughs> Zach Rios LARPed being lactose intolerant for 15 <laughs> I was it took me we I was a teenager we were sitting down one day eating mac and cheese and I looked over at him and said wait a minute what have we been buying soy milk for the past 10 years for oh frick dude he had a migraine oh, lay yeah. off oh my god lay off I, I'm like guys it's fine not to like something just shoot straight with me if you don't like Mongolian barbecue that's fine I don't need to hear the list of like pretend diseases that you think it gives you dude it's I, not I le- fine I legit actually. have heard somebody play the gout card and I think that's the funniest dude, one dude gout whoa, no, whoa okay gout? so the Tongans yeah. like there's a few of the Tongans that have gout because they eat so much red meat and you know what they do in turn just keep eating red meat be a man. It's good. Grow up. Fight for your life it's tomorrow. If you, if you actually liked it, you'd eat it anyway. That's what people who are actually lactose intolerant it's, it's do. It's true, yeah, though. There's me. so many people that are just like, no, it makes me sick. It's like, well, you don't have to, like, you can just say you don't like it. Though. Yeah. And, Dude, uh, gotta, and you know what? Out there. You know they're what? The there. Venn diagram of people who do that, and then I ask them to go, like, come work out with me, and they're like, oh, no, I have a migraine today, is not separate. Just pointing that out. <laughs> right. It is I'm not getting the, I'm, getting, I'm getting the show started. No, this is a good point, though. It is a good point. <laughs> I just, I want, I believe you all. It's to the point where I would never say anything to anybody's face because I would rather just feel like you were okay lying to me for some reason. Or maybe, you know, it's this magical placebo, nocebo effect where you have tricked yourself into believing that you will get, I don't know, strep throat every time you eat orange chicken. That's fine. Let's just be honest. People have got sick hours they're trying to burn. Let's just be honest. They're trying to burn them. They're trying to use them. It's the beauty of working in the corporate world, though. (laughs) They give me sick leave. I use it. Let me be clear. Calling your boss and telling them that you're sick, I have no problem with. Because this whole distinction between sick days and personal days is a meme invented by capitalism anyway, and I can't believe that we still persist it for this long. <laughs> but telling your friends, oh, I, can't, I have a migraine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Every, every Friday at 4 p.m. you get a migraine. <laughs> every Friday. Yeah, it's because you got an hour left in the day, man. Those beers are calling, and that's the only cure. Me a brewski. It's, if Lauren ever ghosts any of us again, remember this moment. Oh, I already, I, I like, I already understood Okay, this. I do legitimately get sick, and I'm also frequently just late. No, I'm kidding. I know. I get what you're saying, and I totally... This is... I, if, I, if I ever got a migraine once, you think I wouldn't be milking the crap out of it? Look, I've had look, a migraine for four look, years. I've been waiting two weeks to talk about this album. Oh, yeah. It's time. It is time. It is. Okay. It, is, it, 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 is. It, it, it is the one, the only amused to death yeah speaking of things that give me migraines by uh roger waters uh vocalist and um late vocalist i might say and uh bassist of pink floyd late vocalist doesn't that mean he's, he's dead a, yeah he's alive. He's, alive. Yeah, he's alive aren't we like going to see him in like three weeks <laughs> <laughs> some might say he's not with us anymore why would you what, is what? Wait, did he die no oh, i was gonna say i was like he's me mean <sighs> he went to the hospital and the doctors tried to save his life and they succeeded his tour was called this is not a drill so i mean and let's be clear this was not a drill was announced as the tour you know Wait, is 2019 this is not a drill as in epstein didn't kill himself or no it's a big it was it was it was, it was all about the oh. 20 yeah 2020 election but but he, he held with the title <laughs> covid it- got it did it get postponed? Or yeah, yeah. But he's and still, he's still. Yo, it's, it's just like what happened to Rage. P- 
public service true. announcement. That was so for the election. And now they're just kind of doing it after. And I gotta Tom say, Morello but got you know what? Hey, whoa, whoa, Shout whoa. out to the 2020 election for bringing back a lot of punk artists. I'm pretty sure 50% of them shouldn't have come back, but the 50% <laughs> that really hey, did. I know you love that I, new I, Green Day album. I, gotta, I do. I, I know you, you love know what that. I do. Father of all. <laughs> Father of all. I got to get out in front, though, and say <laughs> this is this. So after this uh-huh. album, Roger Waters has only put out one other album. Which felt more like a kind of Pink Floyd greatest hits throwback. It was produced by Nigel Godrich. Very cleanly produced, but like... Is this that is, Pros and Cons? No, that was... Um, pros and Cons was his first one. Yeah, yeah with Eric Clapton. Oh. This one has uh, Jeff Beck playing guitar throughout. Um, and it, I, I would just say that this is like the final true... Uh, like it, like the, the continuum of like being part of Pink Floyd and all the way through. This is really the last thing that he put out wait didn't he just put out a year a thing like four years ago yeah but what i'm trying to say if you were listening is i, that, I was is listening that, is, is, but that was kind of a greatest hits but like throwback it was nigel godrich getting with roger waters and kind of making i think some, this is the this is the last thing. that sounds like the, an opinion though i don't think he feels that way does he this is the last one in the main canon yeah like yeah, no, no, no no the main canon Look, he kind of does because roger waters came to nigel godrich with an album and nigel godrich literally told him no, we're not doing that album. And then he started doing this album. They wrote it together in the course of like six months. It was largely a Nigel Godrich fan fiction with the man himself. That the new Wait, album that really is sense. That really I, is kind of how it went. You can't really done. write a fan fiction. I would have to believe your, Aaron on that. Word. I would have to believe him. No, it's kind of like Roger Waters has been outside of the scene for so long that he just kind of showed up. He didn't know how to do it anymore. And Nigel Godrich just really kind of handheld him through it. He was too busy doing the wall part 37 to yeah, Part 37 yeah. tour. So this is like, I would say truly like as far as you got, you got that uh, political passion of, uh, you know, the Pink Floyd generation going on. This is the, really the last organic, this is what I have to say album, I think, coming out of Roger Waters. And... Um, Anyway, that's that's kind of an introduction to it. That nice. was kind of an introduction. That was kind of an introduction to it. Yeah. Came out I, in I can't believe that you would do something like imply right? that he died. Maybe. 92. Dude, I'm pretty sure it's he kind of he kind of You would you implied that he died and then he came back and made an album and you said, "Well, that album's not canon." It kind of it You're kind of like double dissing him just in the intro. The album, How are you <laughs> expecting us to react? Well, like legitimately like I'm I'm just saying that like there was a string of albums that were coming out right at the end of Pink Floyd into his I mean all the way up to this point I would say like Roger Waters really took control of Pink Floyd at the end he was the main songwriter and he was singing almost exclusively on the last few albums and um like uh, the final cut might as well be a Roger Waters solo album mm. uh, at that point David Gilmore wasn't even writing songs with him anymore and uh, anyway, this is very much the like that end era of Pink Floyd. I mean, they continued after that, but after Final Cut, he split from the band, got away with the rights to the Wall and, and the Pig, right? The, the Pig, and then uh, he wrote, yeah, the pros and cons of Hitchhiking really flopped. Nobody knew who he was. Everybody knew Pink Floyd. They didn't know Roger Waters, and they needed Radio Chaos, which I also really enjoy. But this is kind of the album that he did by himself that actually feels a little bit more like I don't know put together, you know. In a, you know, I, I you can debate whether or not he pulled it off. There's a lot in this album I actually legitimately really enjoy, but the, I also find it to be pretty hilarious at times. I'll be honest. Okay. All right. Now I'm getting. But if you say it. anything bad about the title track, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to get out. That's a great song. Ooh. It's a great song. Oh, that was a challenge. I'm going to have to time my exit here. That was a dadgum challenge. going to have to wait a few minutes. Yo, let's start with Damon. You should start. I want to hear what Damon thinks. I don't know. Did you listen to it? <laughs> yeah, I listened to it like uh, probably one and a half times through. It was pretty good, but it's like exactly what I expected out of a Pink Floyd album. Like just the first, the first song is literally what I was going to bring up. Just that guitar. It's like. My interest is just lost immediately. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's uh. But yeah, that's if, the, if that's, Lucas was here, he would make the "We Live in a Society" joke. Yeah, he makes it every time. That I mean, I don't know. It was just kind of the elephant in the room. 
one hour's listening to this though, like that joke. <laughs> it was the elephant in the room with Damon alone. <laughs> yeah, Damon was in the room Seriously. alone. No, but like that that thought was just like, oh my gosh, like it really is just <laughs> I gotta say that meme know. alone has influenced so much of my thinking around me. No, alone. yeah, like I'm, I'm not even ashamed to admit it. A single stupid meme. I did really we live in a society I read one. A, Twenty minute guitar yeah. solo. I read a quote where he said himself that he's like there's three pillars to his career. It's dark side of the moon, the wall and the, and amused to death. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I could see that. Yeah. I don't know. It just, uh, reminds me of my coworkers who are all like fish fans. Oh yeah. And (laughs) just that, well, fish and like grateful dead and like just psychedelic, nonsense and this kind of this album know. doesn't drip <laughs> this this album does not drip the psychedelic thing yeah i i will say that last song it was a little uh little like pbs kids 90s vibe but in a good way yeah so i don't know no the, the, there, the, there were some good things the back about half the album, of the album like i i really think it's a miracle is a great song the last three tracks are all great yeah yeah. No, no. The back half gets a little bit more. It lessened the conceptual stuff and more into just like some songs. Yeah. Because like the, definitely the first half of the album, he's 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 really pushing. But I do like the idea of a monkey sitting there watching TV. It's pretty good. It's a great concept. Uh, yeah, the concept it, rules. It really yeah. is a good concept. I, I really hate the concept. I actually do like it. What's the I, concept? It's a monkey flipping through channels. Yeah. And he starts beating the TV. Wow, that's mm-hmm. that's like not on the nose at all. I really congratulate Roger Waters on his incredible gift for subtlety <laughs> and nuance. What, what I'll say, uh oh, it's uh-oh. actually Lauren based wants hey, more whoa, nuance. Lauren, Lauren, yo, what I'll say, it's is, actually based really... on the book. It's it's based on the book Amused to Death. There's a, it's some, I don't know the name of the, the dude, but well, he, find out. did you do your homework, Lauren? <laughs> it, it, it's kind of, oh, I'm, I'm trying to bring up my, my assignment. It's kind right of here. that collective nineties <laughs> consciousness that started to go, Oh, technology is about to boom. And what is this going to mean for like, there was deep concern about. Neil Postman's Amusing Ourselves to Death, Public Discourse in the Age of Show Business. His main well, that public, actually sounds good. His, public discourse. His main thesis, like a big theme of that book is, I mean, he talks about <laughs> like a brave new world. And he says that specifically it's like, it's not the government that, the 1984 take is that the government's going to do it. But uh, the this take is more that like, People unknowingly will just subscribe to stuff and find themselves in a place that they're under control. And so that's, I think that's the premise. But it's weird. He's got war going on in this. He's got some uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey going on in this. You know, he definitely does. Uh, he's got he's got some monkey watching TV going on in this. I think I think it's a cool image. I think. Um, I don't know. It's just like just having the background I do with like my uncles. I just know how people take this thing and the way he like intends it and takes the way Roger Waters takes it. And I do find it kind of very cringe sometimes. Mm. I'm just like I don't disagree. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. I prefer furry you, music. You, it's like it's like you think that wasn't a you joke. You think in your head. He's like <laughs> I, I wish I wish I, that could be in the podcast right now. But like that's what it feels like he's doing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this but then is there, just the, but then so there, are, like, there are legitimately some really funny things. Like in, in It's a Miracle, he talks about Lloyd Webber, who's the guy Oh yeah, breaking his fingers out of the piano because yeah. he hates him. So he much. hates him. That it's the guy who did Phantom <laughs> of the Opera because Among apparently other things. Yeah, but Lloyd Webber, like, there's this whole thing that uh, the Pink Floyd plagiarized, or there, there's there's some stupid beef between those guys, and he like straight up at the pinnacle point of his album is like making it a personal affair with Lloyd Webber. It's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. That yeah, yeah. He's like you he know. just keeps playing despite the fact that the building's coming down, and then the piano lid comes down and just breaks all his fingers. I can't say the word on a family-friendly yeah. podcast. He- hacking. hacking. Yeah, hacking fingers. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I know. I mean, that like, was super based. And I will say, there's actually a few moments that I think are very memorable. Uh, I'm not going to say that it's like my favorite thing or that I would like love to turn it on all the time, but like the the Western woman line, like the way they that that 
melody for some reason has never left my head since I heard this years ago. And then, um, and I yeah. like the and I grieve for my sister. They 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 do that several times. Yeah, like it's like what the freak? Yeah, like, where does that where did that come from? Yeah, and it's like cool. I don't know. There, there's just a lot of really catchy hooks and stuff. But like, I don't know. I like the image. I think he takes it way too seriously, and it just feels like he's being uh, edgy's not the right word, but it's just like I don't know. It's pretentious. Just, it, just yeah, it's just it his head space. Get off my lawn. Yeah, vibes. it's 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 a weird vibe, kind of. Yeah. But I don't hate it. I know you hate it. I I wouldn't say <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I hate this. But it's not something I'm going to, like, turn on all the time. Well, I think that's what makes it most fascinating <laughs> to me, is I am, like, memes aside, I was listening to this thing and trying to figure out why I hate it. L- legit. Like, I I can't tell anymore, because... I oh, think so I, you I went in with like, a preconceived notion of hate, and you found out that it was stupid? No, like... <laughs> that's like, what I'm hearing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, basically... <laughs> But like, I so I listen to it and I'm like, okay, I got to give this a chance. It's for the show and all that, right? And it's just painful for me to get through. Like, like actually listening to this album for some reason is physically painful for me. I want to turn it off and do literally anything else. And that's not because it's like prurient where it's like screeching into my ears and literally trying to hurt them physically. And... It's not even like Oliver Tree where I hate the man so much that just his whiny voice drives me up the frickin' wall. But I can't figure out why I hate this type of music so much. I really can't. Because I think about certain things like Ambition. I tend to like really ambitious albums. Coheed and Cambria all the time, right? I would say even Dorian Electra's efforts are really, really ambitious. Um, I broadly agree with a lot of the politics that he's talking about war is bad yes things that are covered by media hype tend to receive and uh disproportionate amount of attention to other problems right i even broadly agree with the uh notion of phones are bad because this is just a 93 version of lay phones are bad right um i broadly respect the musicianship everybody in my family kind of likes this type of sound right it's what my dad and my grandpa are way into and all my uncles of course um lots of people i know are really into pink floyd and that because i mean we're on the part of the generation here where everybody our age unfortunately thought it was cool to be into that type of music whereas if you were like 30 you know you like distanced yourself from your parents music and that was cool but unfortunately, the twenty-somethings like discovered it again and thought every, they were being cool. Every other generation. Yeah. Okay, I, so and so, my thought is okay. Maybe I just don't like it because I'm contrarian. Because I like to be controversial. Because I like to have an opinion that's opposite. I still think that's true. Yeah, me but too. I don't really have that reservation about a great many things. For one, I like a ton of stuff that is popular in spite of the fact that it's popular and frequently because it's popular. Drake just released a frankly terrible album of piano dance house music and I've had it on repeat for nearly a month. I don't know why that is. So there's something there. There's a reason that I hate this that is not just being contrarian because I have no reason to be contrarian when I'm by myself legitimately trying to listen to an album. Right. I can't figure that out. I can't. It's something it's somewhere in between the lines of its self-importance. But then I really like a lot of other delusional artists who think that they're doing great things. Right. I mean, that brought us Kanye West, my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. I would say a very similar place, maybe even darker. I like I don't know. Do you think it has part to do with the fact that you've painted yourself into a corner? Where you have said so many things that that you no longer can go back on what you've said. If that if that was the case, I would be sitting right here trying to meme on this album for entertainment value. But I am legitimately flummoxed by the fact that I flummoxed, flummoxed. hate this Great album and good. listening to it. I, and there are lots of things I don't even hate musically too i think the uh track three wishes has a really cool groove to it Mm. um i think that the ending track is a really nice change of pace in general even though i don't like it i admire the musicianship i like a lot of the sounds of the female backup singers i find the guitar work annoying but i respect it i don't like the guitar i don't like the guitar i don't like the guitar like i really don't 
like yeah. the guitar much. I just, I don't know, dude. Guitar solos, but I'm, a, I'm almost, but a lot I'm of it, almost entirely done. But like, with there's something solos. about, like, there's something about. I think why I like it, to be honest. And, and before I get started on, well, I'll be quick. But like, I just wanted to say that, like, calling it broadly Pink Floyd, this is a little bit different. This album is definitely a little bit different than what I would say. I mean, late Pink Floyd. If you're saying the final cut, like, it is very much Roger Waters brain yeah, music. Yeah, but even then, like... But it's I, not psychedelic, and it's not, like, overtly trying to be, like, I don't know. It, I don't it, I don't think it necessarily is either. And honestly, like, Animals, Dark Side of the Moon, The Wall, I hate probably the most of all. The final cut, I don't care for. Um, and this album, too. Like, I just... The one time I've liked Pink Floyd was when I was 17 years old, and I got high in a McDonald's parking lot. Nice. Way out of my mind. Dude, this is a sick story, dude. And freaking we've all been and there. I just transcended to the song money and I thought that was kind of cool. And then ever since then, Pink Floyd has been nothing but a disappointment for me. See, okay, but I gotta say, I gotta say, oh my gosh. Uh, um, Jake, uh, I was floating above my body. Oh, that was so cringe, dude. <laughs> hey, uh, oh. <laughs> no, I, what I was let me say. be cringe. I don't know. I, am cringe, I don't know, but I am free. Like Jake, I. The only reason I relate that story is because I just don't know any other way to ex- express my feelings on. I don't like this band. Okay, we got. I the- don't know what it is. Hey, I got to make this point. Okay, Pink uh, or Roger Waters, I think does a really great job at um, contrasts, and I love contrasts. I love watching like I don't know. I've always like Evil Dead. You got comedy and horror. Pee Wee, frankly, Pee Wee's Great Adventure. Big Adventure, you frankly got the same kind of thing going on. Yeah. This album also kind of has it happening because like just like the way he sings, I really like. He's so deadpan and just like kind of like he's just telling stories. And like the the music the the instrumentation is often very calm and he is just like spouting very radical ideas. And it's it's kind of like madness. And I I I I think that's at a very high level, why I enjoy it. Like, I think he does that really well. And a lot of people don't pull off that much contrast and keep it together. And I think that is why I like the album. I, I, I can actually understand that. Like, it, while I don't think, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that this, like, has a super, like, happy tone to it almost ever, other than some of the melodies, I guess. Like, watching TV. That's just like this yeah, I guess totally so. calm song. I guess so. Yeah, I guess that's true. I just think like, um, I don't know. Like I said, I like the image of the monkey watching the TV thing. I I do like the idea of amusing yourself to death. I think that like that does exist in degrees of severity. I just think like, I don't know. I just, for me, it, it's just like, I don't even know how to put it. It's just too personal for me, but it's just like growing up, all of the people that associated with this album, that culture just drives me nuts. And so whenever I listen to this, this was like a pinnacle album for that type of thing. And it just drives me crazy. I'm just like, oh gosh. Yeah, no, I mean, I can understand. Oh god, I definitely think it's... it's it, But it, it, has, it really eight. doesn't have much to do with the project itself. It just has to do with my experience growing up around people who love the project that and i just can't get over i mean he walked into a room was like what if the album was like a monkey and it's watching tv i think it's flipping through the channels i want to bash my head (laughs) against a wrecking ball i I don't understand why you hate it that much why do you hate that that much i like i can't think like it it's the same like impact as like somebody in elementary school wearing a shirt with like a chimpanzee in a suit like it's just <laughs> with the gun yeah well, like, like, like that. i don't know it's just like oh monkey human lol <laughs> we're similar it's well like, no i think it, I like know. yeah it does it does come down to that like per projection of people are below me and they are all monkeys watching TV. But I've understood that we're amusing ourselves to death. You know what I'm saying? That's and it's, not it's, what that, I, it's that relational feeling that just kind of drives me a that's little That's not what hard. I... Because like, what I hear in it is like... Especially like when you can hear the monkey like actually bashing the TV. It's like 
this is so obvious that even a monkey understands like the, yeah but that's what i'm saying is that's it, part of the problem that's part of the problem yeah. it's like yeah it's so obvious a monkey but all of you people listening to my album you don't get it yet. i just i know that out there there's someone who listened to this album and thought oh my god we're the monkeys. <laughs> That's what makes me want to die. Have you guys seen that YouTube video of that 911 call of like somebody calling while there's a chimpanzee attack going on behind them? What? It's crazy. That sounds insane. Yeah, chimpanzees are scary. Speaking of, go watch Nope if you haven't seen it. Shout out. It's amazing. Great movie. It was good. Dope. No, but like, I, uh, yeah, I, um, I understand the appeal. I do. Um, I like parts of it, but honestly, it's just kind of not my thing too much, but yeah, I do not hate this. Um, there are elements of it. I like, I just stand by if, if you're going to diss the, the, the final track, that's really the main problem I've got. Cause that is a great track in my opinion. Yeah, that's, that is, that is so a, that winning. Is a that is track. a winning I think I'm track. unable to talk about this album musically, so I will sign off. All right. <laughs> I want to hear, I got to hear Cody's take. So. Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here, Through the Wall, is like, in my opinion, one of the best album runs ever. And uh, until this week, I've never listened to any of Roger Waters' solo stuff. Oh, it was the first time I've ever heard it. And I loved it. Like, it makes sense that I would love this. Like, let's be honest. And at first I was like, okay, so this guy's just, you know, recounting a tale of World War One. But the second that What God Wants started... It's like, this is just what Stephen Wilson is to Porcupine Tree at this point. Like, Pink Floyd and Porcupine Tree are the bands with, like, these grand, epic albums to them. And then Leader splits off, does whatever he wants. It's like, this is just, like, Personal Shopper kind of runs in the same, like, not tone, but, um, I don't know, structure, for lack of a better word. And I was like, this is just a Stephen Wilson project, like, to Porcupine Tree. And I was like, I'm in, 100%. Like, Stephen Wilson does the same thing. He complains about the youth and, like, TVs and phones. I was like, I love this. <laughs> and so, yeah, I thought it was great. Um, there was a couple points where I was like, probably could have trimmed a little bit of the fat off, but yeah. I, it wasn't anything that, like, broke the album for me. It yeah. still worked. I just, and I listened to it in my car for the first time on the way to work yesterday, then on, like, some crappy Sony headphones, and then today on, like, some actual, like, studio monitors, and I was like, Oh, this album's got a lot going on. Yeah, that you don't hear unless you're like listening to it on a higher end set of headphones. Yeah, actually, I think I think it's a five point. I <laughs> Your think, review, the review. Yo, you look, <laughs> I presented <laughs> presented without comment. I think this is a five point. I think no, it's a five point. A one snippet from the only review. Uh, Otenev posted on December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. A fifty five year old male. If you read the whole thing, I'll kill you. I will not. <laughs> There is nothing about this album I don't love to death. Based. <laughs> That's it. Cut it. We don't need anything more. The poetic language, the insights, the gravitas of Roger Waters is beyond brilliant. Beyond. Wow. Beyond brilliant. It will, unfortunately, be beyond the grasp of the lesser IQ'd of the human race. He used Speak an apostrophe after IQ'd. That and right IQ'd there, is no, in chat. That, that right there is kind of my problem with the album. Oh yeah, and that's a fair problem to have. Either you will get what it is about and absolutely love it, or you will not. Much, <laughs> much, much deeper and well-produced than anything by Pink Floyd or by Waters previously. Guitars, drums, backup singers, the themes explored are for those who truly seek more in art culture and the world than whatever is or has been on the market for at least the last decade a warning if you don't care about the state of the human race if you don't have a sound system that has real sound real is in all caps if you are not an audiophile if you don't have the attention span of the proverbial goldfish then this album is not for you speak to him brother a level of sophistication in many respects is necessary to appreciate this opus for what it is worth. <laughs> I don't Thank think you. I'd like oh. to review it in the way that that man did, See, but I do think this was a really yeah, good Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing is this isn't a binary issue to me. Like I understand that a lot of Roger Waters fans and a lot of the Pink Floyd followers are elitist about things and stuff, but that doesn't actually ruin the music for me. Yeah. And I still think that there's some really good stuff. No, I, I've had to hit, I've had to hit a point and I've, I've done it you know, over the last few years, but just where I'm like, yeah, sometimes you just have to separate the art from the artists. 
and be, I mean, sorry, the art from the audience, because sometimes the audience can really screw things up. And so I've tried not to just let the audience make my opinion. And that's why if we would have reviewed this album a couple years ago, I probably would have dunked on this thing. Uh, just sheerly out of the audience experience I've had. But the actual project itself, you know, I, I can see why it's, I can see it's why album, people like I it. I appreciate album, that you've had some character development over the show. It's an character album, development. It's an album experience, like it is, you know? Well, it if is, you're not I a real really, audiophile. Yeah, if you're not a real audiophile, don't listen also, to it. And if you don't care about <laughs> the state of the human race. <laughs> yeah. I, I did think... I, I don't, it's comments stand. like that that make me say no! I actually don't care about the state of the human race. I never have, and now I care less. <laughs> I'm a mere plebeian, and none of this, none of this music made any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Not I, have, high, I will take enough. the grunt hey. brain, and I will stick it in this noggin. Uh, I, I have the attention span of a goldfish. Please help me. I think it's funny, though... Uh, so the whole 2001 Space Odyssey, he included that sample live because like the original version that I listened to of this album, the the, the only one, unfortunately, that's on Spotify is, is, the remaster, is the remaster, which has extra stuff in it. Yeah, which it's kind of a little bit of a bummer because like definitely my memories are associated to a different version and and it is a different version, but like um, that sample didn't make it. And I was reading about where uh, Kubrick told him no when he asked for this sample. <laughs> and then he died in these like sucks to suck yeah. family. Oh, that's freaking yeah. But apparently, apparently <laughs> the, the theory of why is because Kubrick wanted to use some Adam Hart mother in uh, Clockwork Orange and Roger Waters told him no. Ah. Uh. So, dude, tit for tat, get it? Yeah. Thank <laughs> That's God. hilarious. Thank God, there was none of that in Clockwork <laughs> Orange. <laughs> he always used it live. Like I have seen the the live concert footage, and he always used. Oh, it live. so uh, the synth work in this album is actually pretty good. I like a yeah. lot of the keys. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, my um, in this version, was there less screaming from the monkey in between songs? No. Man, for some reason, I remember there being more of that, yeah. and there was not that much. I love that Scottish guy that calls on the phone. I remember there being way more. I was like, I kept waiting for it. I was there's, like, come on, There monkey. should have been more. Uh, yeah, there should have been <laughs> should more. Should have been the whole album. That's no, what a monkey would say, dude. But like, honestly, I do like, I do like the in-between tracks. Mm. I like the atmosphere. I like the voiceovers from that guy, the World War I whatever stuff. Like I, I, I really, he really is. Is that the same saying? guy from like the Dark Side of the Moon? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. No, because the 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 Dark Side of the Moon is all about Sid Barrett, the original singer of Pink Floyd. Sid going from Because like, okay, oh, wow. Pink uh, Roger Waters always sings about Sid Barrett going insane because he watched basically his best friend go insane in like their late twenties, mm-hmm. um, like comfortably numb. That's all about that. Shine on you crazy diamond is too. He always sings about his dad dying in war because his dad did die in war. And so these are just things that like, no matter what that's going to happen in his I wonder thing. how daddy feels about his son growing up to be a hippie. <laughs> but like, I wonder, but like it, wonder. he's British. So it's different. I will say, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I will say, I like, I do think there's a lot of different deep, concepts going on in this album and he he doesn't he doesn't necessarily feature one the whole time and i think that's kind of cool wait is pink floyd british you didn't know that never mind i found my answer you didn't know that that's why all right we're moving on but anyway yeah go all that talk (laughs) holy smog dude you didn't know that Whew. Come on! I'm just, you, I'm you just glad I finally found my reason. You know, you heard the whole "Go on, get your kids," and you didn't think anything like, "Oh, that's somebody from like not here." Uh, they must be from Alabama. Yeah, you, oh, you thank seriously God. the the the, the Alabama. Your, I was really worried. I didn't like an American band for a second. Can't there. have your pudding if you don't eat your meat. And you really thought they were American. I just refused to pay attention to this album after a certain point. No, that's the wall, dude. Watch that's like the, the wall. Walls. I also refuse to pay attention to the wall, but it's okay because they're British. All right, uh, topic: What should an artist do after they've written their greatest work? Okay, I okay, great question. We th- like honestly, we've talked about this before because it is so hard to know. You know, there's the classic uh, Batman: live long enough to become the villain thing. Hey. Hey, it might be a meme. I know. It, it might be a meme, but honestly. Every time. Honestly. Every time. Can we find is, something that like Confucius said that is more or less equivalent? 
But what and I just anything say, other than quoting that movie, dude. That's a legendary movie, dude. That's I just no. like Christopher it, Nolan. Come on, everybody listening, please remember this is the same person who said that Nightmare Before Christmas has bad writing. So just take I that, stand by take that. that with a bucket of salt. You know, and that, that kind of is a boring movie. Yeah, oh, you too. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh, you guys suck. That is like that is literally top ten <laughs> movies for me. Seriously. It's top 10 for my... I get that people like it. And I'm not saying anything about the animation or (laughs) the music, which I think is great. I think the writing is bad. Yeah. Bad bad take, bad opinion. But moving on. What I will say is this. What I will say is this. Call it a meme or not, that quote is so... From the Batman stuff, is so applicable to the music scene. No, it's not. It so is. It completely is not. It's not applicable to anybody ever. It's not like we're in this dichotomy where you either die and things are great, or you live long enough, or or you live are you long saying enough it's to... Nuanced? Oh, no. Oh, no. If you're just around... I think, like, I think he's... I think, oh, it's so... It's so sad. It's so sad. Because if I keep living... I'm going to become evil. <laughs> Are you saying that there's nuance to this? I think he's implying nuance. I'm saying I that it's not a implied. dichotomy. There's not option so there's A nuance. and option B. I, yeah, I guess there's nuance. Uh, and I know that you. technically means discourse. So whatever. But I resent this notion that if you just continue to live, eventually you become evil. When did we buy into that? Because of this stupid Christopher Nolan movie? So you stand in support of Tom Morello then right now? Yes. You know what? Oh, Fine. Oh you want me gosh. to? You want me to? Do I have to to make you this know, point? No, you just, you just flip-flop your opinion based hey, on what's happening. No, I'm just saying it is ridiculous to say you either die and it's good or you live and it's bad. That's pretty based. All I want to say. More time to sin. All I want to say is you probably will not know that you have sent your greatest work down the river. So, so, so. That is. So you should probably keep going, but. If you at any point feel yourself no longer having a passion for your craft, um, just be honest about it. Just be honest about it. As an artist, just say, "Hey, I think I know. What, I, I think I know what I am, and I'm just going to be that from from now on." And like, just just be honest about where you are. Don't 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 lead the fans off. Like Rivers Cuomo still telling people that he's going to make something great again. Like <laughs> I haven't made anything good in like 25 years. <laughs> just, just be honest. Just I, become what you are. Yeah, but the, the thing is, the thing is this, it's just like I, my solution to the problem. Okay. Because it I is a problem. That there's a problem. It is a problem. Unlike Lauren tries to make it sound like for some gosh forsaken reason that nobody knows. But, <laughs> The, the real solution to the problem, in my opinion, is this. Stop it and start a new project. Yeah. You don't have to stop making music. And then Just, keep the name for marketing reasons. Yep. No, because my, my thing is this. It's like, okay, I'm going to give another bad example. That Lauren's probably going to be... Here it is. 21 Pilots, right? Okay, so I loved 21 Pilots in high school. Still do. Unabashedly, I don't care what the witch cackles over here do. What I'll say is this: is twenty one pilot. All right, I'm done. Keep going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep no, going. No. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It no, no, looks not. like I'm laughing every, and I'm happy now, but I don't every, want to stifle your creativity. Every single time somebody makes a point, Lauren just screams into the mic until they stop making the point. I was off mic laughing. No, that was cackling. Was that was cackling. No, 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 no. That wasn't no. screaming. No, no, no. But like every time I try to speak, the laugh got louder. I know what you do. I know what you do. I see right through it. Here's here's Kay. Here's what I'll say. The project right now is not even remotely. I'm done. I'm done. I leaned away from you. No, I'm so done. It's fine. I had a point there. I'm not doing it anymore. Please, please, Jake. Just no, don't look at no, me. No, I'm done. Just don't look at me while nope. you're ta- while you're saying nope. it. Nope, I'm done. That's all you need to do. Nope. I, look, I'll tell somebody sometime if they care Everybody to listen, else, but not Patreon right now. Exclusive. 
Patreon exclusive. Pr- yeah. yeah, if you get past the Patreon paywall, that's I'll tell the, you my that's thoughts. That's the $50 tier right yeah. before the boys no, take it off No, I, I think I, I think I was following you, though. I think I was following you. I don't know anything about 21 Pilots, so I don't... All right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you two. Okay, right, cool. I, you three. I'll tell you three. <laughs> okay. Here, here's the here's the thing. At the time, the project was so about emotional. I'm depressed. I'm going to kill myself. Stuff. Nice. Yeah. Now, it is not emotional like almost at all. It's about like redecorating their house and like stuff like that. And it's like, but it's still under the same name. You should have just stopped being 21 Pilots. When you started to emotionally change, cut the project off and start something new. Yeah, yeah. See, the the problem is, and actually, like honestly, not not to like beat a dead horse, but Roger Waters dealt with this because when he left Pink Floyd, he had to build his own name. Nobody, literally, Pink Floyd made it a point in their career to really not be photographed. They tried to maintain this distance. Like, I mean, the wall itself, building a wall between the audience and the and the the, the artist. It's like. They kind of tried to stay abstract. And so when him and Gilmore couldn't get along anymore, nobody knew who he was. And so he had to, he, he's, there's interviews where he talks about like Pink Floyd is still going on and they're playing stadiums and he's literally like just scrounging, like barely getting by. And so I, I think that's why they don't do it is because it is a lot of work to hustle it again. Yeah. But if you truly do care about your art and what you, what you threw out there, no, I don't know. I, I, I think the better question is when, if you're, if you're continuing to do it, not because you love it, but because you want the revenue from it. Yep. Like exactly. You, you, and then it just, when, when is enough money, enough money? Cause like if yep. you have a name that big, you're probably, it just, fine hits, on a, royalties. It just hits a point of money. Just like, Pretty much everything does because like Jack White and the dead weather, right? Nobody knows about the dead weather Mm -hmm. unless you are like a diehard Jack White fan. And it's just because it's your name. It's the name that made it. And so why would I, why would I build my audience again when I already have one? But then what happens is you change over your life. And that's where I do agree with Lauren in that, no, you don't inherently become evil, but it's pretty much just guaranteed throughout your life. Your creative vision is going to change. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're going to betray the fans who have emotional, emotional connection with what you originally were. Exactly. I want to, yeah, I want to go off that. Cause like, I feel like what happens a lot is people write, you know, really good albums, not all the time, but like when they're like kind of in this pressure of like, you know, lower middle class situation or whatever, maybe worse or whatever. And then they make this album or make some project and, you know, an artist blows up and then like any of their songs or projects after that come out of like the perspective of somebody like just successful and like Uh they don't really have that struggle anymore or really that uh, like anything to share with a lot of the audience that it once that they once did. And I think once they hit that, like once an artist hits that point, which isn't like necessarily super definable, but like, I don't know, once like the original feeling is gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you shouldn't I, keep yeah. doing it. I like when like punk bands make like four bands with all the same members that sound ostensibly the same and write about the same stuff. Like leftover crack choking victim star heck and hipsters. And like, there's a couple other bands that are kind of in that wheelhouse. They all sound exactly the same. And like 80% of the members are the same but they're just different bands for God knows why. <laughs> and I, I think that's sick. Well, yeah, personally. I think, I think it just says a lot about like, um, you cared about the project more than anything else. You didn't care about the money or the fame of that project. You just cared about that project. And it just is unfortunate to me how with art, sorry, man, it's good? it with art so much. It becomes a question of, do I stick to the artistic integrity of my vision or do I want the money? You know, that's why I respect people like, like you say, like Jack White, who has actually rebuilt his name multiple times. Like White Stripes is over and has rebuilt his own name and then other bands. And even the Beastie Boys did it. You know, like they, they had it handed it handed to them and then they actually like cowered away from it and then they came back and re-earned their name. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think uh, that's what I'm, I guess my whole thing is just like, if you care it, you need to still be caring about your output and if your output is far like 
emotionally different from what you originally were, you probably should split the act because yep. otherwise you're going to end up with the split fan bases that just drive me crazy. Like the ones I've gone on about Muse. forever muse. Yeah. They got yep. a totally split fan base. As far as I'm concerned, muse hasn't made a record in 16 years. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I, I concede, I concede with the, the Batman quote in that, you don't inherently become evil. You become different. You become a villain. And you will be different than whatever project you set out to do. So Bane, don't stretch it longer than you need to. Bane is really just different than Batman. Dude, he's just I've always wondered, if we pulled that off, would he die? Who, Bane? Or would it just be extremely painful? Who? His cool man. For you. I'm moving on to Bob's. Moving on to Bob's. I'm lost. Wow. <laughs> I didn't get it. I think, Nothing makes sense. I think talking about Batman's is just I just dangerous think, thing. Yeah, for the show. I just think there, it's I just a dangerous. Think, thing. I just think I just think it's for the best of the show. Aaron, I watching have a question. Those, I, I have a no. Oh, hold on. I was just gonna say watching those movies and like not rooting for the villain is kind of getting hard. I know. Yeah, like Bane, I watch that. And I'm like, he's kind of got he a go, point. He goes into the stock market and is like, "There's no money here." It's like I don't. I don't really agree <laughs> with the militaristic takeover. <laughs> no. but. He's, I don't know. <laughs> It's kind of based. Don't Aaron, agree I, with the I have a question. But. Why would you actually hate that Twilight featured Muse songs? Because it's ostensibly getting more dateable women into a musical hobby that you have. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, uh, the monkey with guns popped up first. <laughs> Sick. I think Cody just said it all, honestly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I just... I don't have a big problem with it aside from I just feel that, uh, you know, I just want those Morellian riffs. That's all I really want. No, And, and ain't nobody can pump out Morellian riffs when they're making too much money. I still think only, about... Only the, only the people who really got their neck on the line make the Morellian riffs. That's just kind of the truth. I've thought at least yeah. like four times this past month about the what machine did you think we were raging against? Yo, people <laughs> like were so pissed. They're like... They said what in support of what? And it's like, dude, did you did you listen to anything that they said? Like, it's not like he's hard to understand. Like, the man's speaking most of those words to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not even coming at you at fast pace. It, it really is funny. I, I, I saw, I mean, I was reading some of those comment threads as well. And they were like, they used to rage against the machine. Now they just are in support of the machine. They're just, yeah, I saw that. And just, they're like, Zach De La Roca used to go against the grain, and now he's just... Like, like, Buddy was a hardline <laughs> communist. Like, he yeah, always, he went against the grain, and he still... <laughs> um, what do you think the grain is? Did you guys, no, did, did you guys see that uh, Zach De La Roca, like, injured his leg during a concert now he's sitting in a chair on his tour really <laughs> nice. he's still going though? he's literally singing from a chair and then i think it was uh, i forget where it was but zach de la roca is sitting there singing in a chair and somebody so got funny. on stage and tackled tom morello no 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 security tackled tom morello <clears throat> which is even funnier oh it was security <laughs> why because they're stupid. I don't. <laughs> they're scared of you. I just, I just next, saw the video. And next, it was... next topic of discussion. Did he deserve it? <laughs> Man. Yo, but shout out, Damon. That is a good question. Honestly, I've thought a lot about that because I just feel like it happens a lot. Where it happens so much. They make. I mean, Daft Punk, in retrospect, made the right move. Like, they made album of the year at the Grammys basically had every collab they would have wanted in their career yeah and then it's like do we make a new album or like what could we possibly accomplish exactly after this? and it's like i think that calling it as hard as it is as like devastating as it can be the fact that it's devastating says that it was something you cared about well right? and but if I, it goes on until you don't care about it then it loses its magic i i really like when something is just one thing like and it's done like i i kind of think we're headed to a culture of just sequels 50 years later or like always I, a oh, reboot always uh you know like reunion or whatever like i really don't think that should ever happen with anything like, yeah when no. something ends it ends yeah. like never go back so. honestly i i think i agree uh, with I, that i think yeah reunions no. and reunions are just so dumb white like, yeah white stripes know. ending i think super cool and i know this isn't popular this table but i also think it's cool that the beatles ended too before John no Lennon. i'm i'm a yeah. huge fan that the beatles ended yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah he's in support of that she's in support of no that. but like it's it's pretty cool that the beatles actually ended yeah like, yeah i'm very grateful yeah. every day <laughs> for it 
<laughs> Wish it would end a little bit more, actually. <laughs> I mean, John Lennon can't end much more. <laughs> I think I think he could, actually. I think he's, well, he's, I think he, yeah, I think he's I just think hanging could. out I with I think Tupac. his merchandising could die a little bit that more. That meme where it's like he's doing that like weird walk and like the <laughs> caption just says, he deserved it for this one. <laughs> the one where he's in a cowboy hat? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like he deserved to get shot for this. <laughs> I gotta say, we make way too many jokes about people deserving getting murked. Well, on this you know, show. Have you guys seen... Have you guys seen um, in Minecraft. I'm debating whether or not I should say this or not. I don't think I should say it. I'll tell you after the show. Fix it in pre. <laughs> I'll fix it. I'm fixing it in pre. <laughs> All right, it's Bob's. It I already changed uh, the segment. Bob's. Oh, well, you're, you're up. No, no, no. Damon's first. Oh, yeah, he's on Dam- that part of the table. Got you. Damon's up. Uh, hold on. Oh, I finally am uh, listening to Blady. Yo! And he's pretty good. Where did you start? Uh, good luck. Nice. That's that's the album that uh, has a lot to do with PC music and like that scene of people i guess like it's got that charlie song and like yeah. mm-hmm. some other pc music remixes but yeah no sun was the song that was stuck in my head all week cool. so very nice so, so yeah but like literally that whole album like front to back is just so good bangers and like i can what probably, is it about I, blady i really don't know what, what, what is it? what is it i don't know what I, it is dude have you um have you listened to ice dancer yet Mm-mm. Oh, I've literally dancer, only listened true. to that one album. I think Ice Dancer might be my favorite. I, I, but it's hard to choose, honestly. Yeah, I have three, the, three, three is also amazing. There are the Drain Gang like fans on my social medias that literally like post a Blady or Echo Two K song like every week, probably, mm-hmm. and like they'll just they just keep doing it, and they have been for like a year or whatever, and it's like. I gotta check him out eventually. Like, yeah. Gotta check him out eventually, uh, dude. Apparently. I don't know what it is, though. I don't know. Yeah, It, it is hard to put your finger on. Part of it really does, and this is going to sound incredibly shallow, part of it really does have to do with the language barrier, I feel like. Yes. Because the fact that he says things the way he does, yeah, where it's like... I love his voice. It, it's like... Yeah. I, it's hard to explain, but I just... The way he expresses things... Well, and for like, that album specifically, like, just the synths like are insane like in rainbow like yeah. it just goes into that like i don't even know what you call it but like just roblox rave is what it <laughs> yeah. feels like all of a sudden but it's like roblox rave it's sick yeah it is sick. so great if he anyway. the how bad he is at english is part of what makes him so beautiful at using english exactly i feel like exactly i feel like he's looking at english like we look at latin and he's just trying to construct the most beautiful phrases uh-huh. and doesn't really care if they make a ton of sense, sense, you know? Yep. No, the way that words come together, you're just like, dude, wow. that's genius. It is It is always amazing to me. Wow. And I can't pick a song from the Friday Night Funkin' soundtrack again. Again? Again? Dumps on Roger Waters. Song is from a video game. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm aware. And you know what? I am cringe, but I am free. I respect And that. I don't feel I, I bad about that. myself, except when I laugh at Jake so hard that I reduce his creativity and feel like he can't be. Make hey, him feel like you he know, can't be I, I, I understand it's part of the show. I just, I have to fight back, you know? You do, you do have to fight back. You do have to fight back. I don't always have to fight so hard, though, so know no, that I no, do I, apologize for that. No, you're cool, dude. I, I think that that chemistry is what makes conversation fun, so... Just Friday. know, just know, I will fight back. Friday yeah. night funkin'. Okay, good. That's it. It's not Friday night funkin' though. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I also have to scroll through all the saved pics of fan art of girlfriend from Friday night funkin' on my phone. <laughs> oh, Yikes. Uh, I, I I think Friday night funkin'. I, I think, think I think we're on to your Bob Jake. <laughs> all right. No 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 no. You know done. who I got back into? Danger Incorporated. Yo, it's the boys, dude. This other track from Danger Reality called. Dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, space, slash, space, capital X, lowercase O, lowercase X, lowercase O, explicit. So good, dude. So good. You know, they don't know why they're here, but before they got to exit, check this. Dollar signs, O's, and X's. Dude. Have you listened to Danger Incorporated? Nope. Oh. Seriously, Casting Spells last year was in my top spotify rap song I, it's another song that i just can't explain why it is as good as it is oh yeah man. It's dude danger incorporated um 
Those boys. Those boys. Those boys. Are you scared of the danger, boys? Not right. really. Oh, I'm not either. Not really. <laughs> Full disclosure. Have you? Have you? Um. I kind of li- feel like I could take them. Have, have you listened to? Uh, um. Oh. Fetch. Yeah, man. Great uh, album. Oh. Oh, it's good. His one. his name just freaking I left love, me. Yeah. The, yep. Um, Jake Louis Duffelbag. Louis Duffelbag. That's what yeah. I was trying to say. The Have you listened stuff? to his solo stuff? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's really it. pretty good. I wish Booth Lord had some stuff. We, we, we weren't freaking Booth for no Lord. reason. We were freaking because I need you. <laughs> oh, Spreading dude. butter on it. Those nasty, just like dissonant 808s that he does and it, it's so good yeah I'm spreading butter on it spreading butter on it i'm spreading butter um, on it all right jake what was your butt and shout out diamonds shout out diamonds, diamonds is such a good song shout out boof lord shout out boof lord and whenever he comes in and absolutely owns a verse every like, time zero room that man's got a voice okay so um classic this pretty much happens every time he drops a single but Pine, uh, oh Good, good guess. Oh, that's a good guess. Mountains. <laughs> Open parenthesis. Mountains. I'm sorry no, I um, groomed you. <laughs> eat. Wow. Oh, my God. That laugh. <laughs> that freaking laugh, dude. Um, no. Eden dropped a new single. It's called Balling. And it is so good, dude. I literally... Check out that album. Had to check the spelling. You, you, you would appreciate Isn't it that album. Isn't Nice. Balling. It's balling. That is balling. Um... Balling. Super good. Balling. Honestly, he's just about to drop an album probably in the next six months. Heck yeah. And um, it Let's is... hope the fans didn't bully him out of no future sound. Dude, I don't, no, no. Good. Nope. These actually, the, he's released two singles off this new album, and his fan base, oh my gosh, it drives me nuts. Speaking of, speaking of not, um, I, anyways, he's trying to, <laughs> he, he is being pigeonholed by his fan base so bad it's like no we just want the old we just want the old eden we just want the old jonathan we just want the old and it's just like i love when they call him by his first name to be like as you can tell we're really close (laughs) (laughs) oh 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 jonathan you googled his real name wow you're entitled to your opinion (laughs) oh but anyways his new album is sounding phenomenal like seriously this thing's going to be good. I am like beyond excited. It is definitely my most anticipated right now. Nice. Um, I got, for some reason, I've uh, been getting into uh, Lou Reed again. I, I think Lou Reed wrote a lot of good music. And um, he, he has an album called Berlin. And there's a song called uh, Men of Good Fortune. It's a really good song. Pretty original punk rock going on right there. Dope. Dope. I've pretty much, aside from the Roger Waters album that uh, you know I took a foray into this week, I've really only been listening to Aventasia for like three months. Now. A little symphonic. <laughs> I just I can't get over it. It's so good, and I've this happens every once in a while, and it has for like the last thirteen years since I first listened to them. But uh, their song "Unchain the Light" from the Ghost Lights album, it's just very good. It's a sick name. Cody, what's your favorite poorly mixed album? Ooh. That's a good question. Probably, I feel like I have to give it to one of the Mayhem albums, like one of the first few Mayhem albums. All right. Death Crush. Death Crush. All right. Uh, It's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. I need some poorly mixed albums. Oh. uh, Yeah, they sound awful. (laughs) (laughs) That's rap. We'll We'll be back. That was Network Radio this week. That's a wrap. We made it. I can't believe we did. I See you next week. We made it. <laughs> See you next week. See you next week. See you next week.